Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Proverbs again. We're going to be in Proverbs 10 through 29. That's a big chunk of about 20 chapters. And this is the section of Proverbs that represents what we would typically think of when we think of Proverbs. These are the mostly two or four line pithy statements that somehow convey some level of wisdom or how the world works or how God is or how the righteous should live and how the foolish shouldn't should should not live. And this follows the first section, which was a section where a father is giving 10 speeches to his son, training his son in righteousness. We covered that yesterday and in the days before. And now we're in this section of Solomon's Proverbs, ancient Proverbs, most of them Solomon's. And we need to remember a few things as we study and interpret the Proverbs. In general, this is a guide for living well in God's world. And Proverbs really aren't promises and they aren't laws. Proverbs are kind of probabilities. So if you fear God and if you're wise, then things will probably go well for you. And if you don't fear God and if you're foolish, things probably will go poorly. But there are exceptions to that, of course. So Proverbs focuses on the general rule, what will most likely happen in most situations. It doesn't focus on the exceptions. Proverbs is one of the books of wisdom literature. And one of the things I learned in my study here that was insightful, I'd never heard of it before, was other books of wisdom literature include Job and Ecclesiastes. And in in the same way that Proverbs focuses on the general rule, Job and Ecclesiastes tend to focus on the exceptions to the rule. So we need to take wisdom literature as a whole and understand what its intent is, what the authors originally meant, and then take what we can and benefit from it uh, to the best that we can as we try to live our lives in a way that honors God and reflects his purposes, his wisdom, and not falling into the trap of foolishness or folly. So we're just going to read through a few of these stanzas or proverbs, if that's what you want to call them. Here's uh, one in chapter 10, verse 2. It says, treasures gained by wickedness do not profit, but righteousness delivers from death. So in other words, don't earn money through wicked things, but stay focused and you'll be delivered from death. Chapter 10, verse 4, a slack hand causes poverty, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. In other words, if you're lazy, you're going to be poor. And if you work hard, you're going to be rich. Now, obviously, there are exceptions to that. These are generalities. These aren't, uh, these are probabilities. These aren't guarantees in every situation. Here's another one like that. Verse 3 in chapter 10, the Lord does not let the righteous go hungry but he thwarts the craving of the wicked. And so, again, general rule to live by, that's good. God does bless the righteous and he thwarts the wicked, but there are plenty of righteous people who have gone hungry and plenty of wicked people who eat well. And so it's not a one-for-one guarantee, it's just a general rule. Here's another one like that, chapter 10, verse 27. The fear of the Lord prolongs life, but the years of the wicked will be short. As a general rule, that's good. But there are obviously exceptions to that. Here's a good one in chapter 11, verses 1 and 2. A false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. In other words, you know, balancing and measuring uh, money or 
goods, a false balance is an abomination. Deal fairly with people. Deal, deal rightly and honestly with people is what this is saying. Chapter 11, verse 12, whoever belittles his neighbor lacks sense, but the man of understanding remains silent. That's one that some of us need to hear. Some of us meaning me. Sometimes I belittle people around me and that's not a good thing. Here's a funny one. Chapter 11, 22, like a gold ring in a pig's snout is a beautiful woman without discretion. So this is saying, ladies, that's great if you're beautiful, but also be discreet because if you're not, then it's kind of like putting a gold ring in a pig. And here's verse 28 of chapter 11. Whoever trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish like a green leaf. Here we're talking about a leaf on a tree. The righteous will flourish like a green leaf, but whoever trusts in his riches will wither and fall from the tree. Let's get to a couple others in chapter 12, verse 1. It says, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but he who hates reproof is stupid. I love just kind of the crass and just plain language. He who hates reproof is stupid. And this is in line with what we know from Scripture in another place. That is that the Lord disciplines those he loves. We should embrace discipline, this is saying. We shouldn't reject discipline. Whoever is righteous has regard for the life of his beast. But the mercy of the wicked is cruel. My daughter Gentry would love this verse. She's an animal lover, reminding us that we should be nice to animals. Whoever is righteous regards his animal, but the mercy of the wicked is cruel. Here's another one that is a general rule, but not always true. No ill befalls the righteous, but the wicked are filled with trouble. Obviously, ills do befall the righteous, and the wicked are not always filled with trouble. But that's... Uh, Proverbs from 12, 21. Whoever loves pleasure will be a poor man, and he who loves wine and oil will not be rich. That's chapter 21, verse 17. Here's a great one. 21, verse 9. It's better to live on the corner of a housetop than in a house shared with a quarrelsome wife. So guys on my basketball team, Mason, my son, be smart about who you choose to be your wife. It's better to live on the corner of a housetop than with a quarrelsome wife. Here's another one, 1231. The horse is made ready for the day of battle, but the victory belongs to the Lord. Reminds me of Psalm 127.1. That is that if the Lord doesn't build the house, then the builders labor in vain. So yes, we work and we make the horse ready for battle, but when the victory comes, it's from the Lord. Don't forget that our successes and our wins and our victories come from the Lord, not because of anything great that we've done, but because of who he is. Well, that's just a sampling of the Proverbs. Steve and Lee will be back tomorrow and the next couple of days to do some specific devotions on specific Proverbs. But these are very wise statements that were put in Scripture for our benefit so we could honor God and walk well with Him and represent Him well. I think it'd be great if you get into chapter 10 through 29 and maybe take two or three or five of these Proverbs a day and just try to digest them a little bit at a time. Lord, how do you want me to live differently? How do you want me to speak differently? How do you want me to think and act differently? And would you use these Proverbs to help me do so for your glory, for your name's sake? In Christ's name, amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. 
third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.